2014 defense, which was best in the country in several key categories. Let's say it's of that caliber. If you're starting the season, when they go through their hideaway meetings and you're mapping all this stuff out and you're looking at the schedule and you're looking at the personnel and you say, okay, we think our defense is going to be top five in the country. And I think they believe that in their heart and soul. And it may be the best that we've had here in quite some period of time. Let's say they believe that too. Ben, at that point in time, is there a card that you play offensively to say, okay, this will best capitalize on the strength of the team that is our defense? And maybe just as importantly, is there something specifically that you don't do that would jeopardize you losing games and not taking advantage of that outstanding defense? Man, that is that is a interesting question. Good question. I uh, well, first, I mean, I think the obvious is try not to put your defense in compromising situations where you know you don't 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 throw a pick deep in your own territory. Well, I mean, but you. You do that anyways, right? Right. I mean, so, I, you know, and, and here's the thing, too. I, You can't go ask one of these coaches this on the record and get, a, you know, yeah. you, that, that's just not something that they can answer. It gives away too much if that's something that they're planning for. You know, in in typical Milstead fashion, I will give you both sides of the yeah, fence. of course you will. But here's, but, but really, this was, this is what happened when you asked that question. I thought, okay, well, your defense can allow you to take some chances because you you have so much confidence in those guys that they're going to hold uh, you, they're going to be able to hold the opponent scoreless or you know at least keep that score down maybe you take some more chances i tend to think though that the the characteristics that tony elliott has shown as an offensive coordinator is to only do what's necessary to win the game which makes me wonder if you're if they don't go a little more on the conservative side. All right, Your con- thoughts about that? Okay, all right. So conservative. Conservative knowing you don't have to score a ton of points. Right. In theory, you run the ball more. You run the ball more with your quarterback. You don't take as many chances. You don't get too aggressive and you don't speed things up maybe as frequently as what you have in the past. I will admit that Tony and Jeff have done a pretty good job of changing tempo when they've needed to, where they're getting the play, they're making their adjustments before the ball is snapped, and it's not a breakneck pace. They do have a really good feel for that nature of it. And maybe even at times I've wanted them to be faster because that's kind of what Chad Morris did. And we all just love that when he's over there, he's banging on his play card on the side and he's screaming things out. And there's four poster boards of all these different pictures up. And there's like a backup quarterback. I've never even heard his last name before with a green Jersey on. And he's, he's going crazy signaling in all these plays. And I'm just sitting there watching like, what are they doing? I don't know, but man, it's awesome. <laughs> and then the next play is a touchdown. It's less of that. It's less chaotic, but it's been arguably much more productive. And certainly on the ground, it's been better. So to the caller's point, I I think those are conversations that they have behind closed doors. And I think they all know, including the offensive coaches, that this defense is going to be pretty salty. And 
And maybe it does carry us in a couple of games. Hey, maybe you play Auburn again this year and it, it's 19 to 13. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's what it was last year down at Jordan Hare. It could have been worse, but credit Auburn for bouncing back in the fourth quarter after that Ben Bullware personal foul penalty. But maybe we're looking at games that are more like that this year. You know, maybe 28 points is, you know, the, the, the total number you, you score against NC State on the road. Maybe you only score 17 against Florida State, but maybe they only score 16. Maybe that's just kind of where it's going because of the strength of the defense and because maybe, you know, your offense is, is chewing up a tad bit more time. And also, you remember the game like Alabama and against elite teams, how this offense wore down the opposition. You don't want to get too far away from that either. Yeah, that, I mean, that that's true. Um, even thinking back to last year, you know, we tend to think about how the offense clicked at the end of the year. And we did the same thing the season before that. And you do forget those 19 to 13 kind of a games that really weren't all that pretty. And it was kind of a, a struggle back and forth. Uh, like you had in the Auburn game last year. You, you could have more of that this year. I think you're right. Tommy, our, our good friend Tommy on the text line, says four corners, baby. Burn the clock. I think you could. I don't think it's that. I don't think I, I don't think that's in their DNA to be able to do that. But. I, I don't think. You get a. Let, let's just play the what if game. You're playing Auburn. You're up. Uh, you're up thirteen to three at half. I, I think you do. You know, like if you if you held Auburn to three points and a half, you go, oh yeah. Right. But that's impossible. Because somebody, Jared Stidham's going to win the Heisman. Somebody call year. it. Call Dean Smith. We're running the four corners, baby. Well, it's kind of hard to do, but I understand. Yeah. Our third hour brought to you by George Coleman Ford, online at georgecolemanford.com. Cars cost less and travelers rest. Go by and see our good friends, uh, Greg Coleman, Randy, Joe Wright, Joey, Gerald, uh, Brandon, Reggie. They've got your back just like they've had my back for the last 15 years. If I need to buy a brand new or used car, I'm taking. I'm going up to uh, George Coleman Ford and taking a look at their lot. If I've got a car I'm looking to sell, as I do right now, I'm taking it up there. 20 minutes, they'll cut you a check, and it's always a fair deal. They've been in business for 86 years, family owned and operated because they always give you the best deal. They win all the Ford Company Awards each and every year because they're the best in the state. They're the best in the South. Make the short trek from downtown Greenville. It's about 15 minutes north of downtown, right off of Highway 25. It's beautiful even today when it's pouring down the rain. When the rain's coming down, still go and see our good friends at George Coleman Ford. 0% financing for up to 72 months. Great incentives in place on the brand-new redesigned Ford Explorer, the brand-new redesigned Ford Escape, the fuel-efficient Ford Fusion that drives like a luxury car. Ford has also turned the corner with their new line of vehicles. Check them out online at georgecolemanford.com for the ride of a lifetime, as they like to say, our good friends at George Coleman Ford. Jeff Scott has speculated in his conversations with the media this spring, depending on who the quarterback is, the offense can change. I think it's about 20%. That's the number he threw out there. If it's Kelly Bryan, I suspect that it could be a number greater than that. But I think they begin the season with flexibility, depending on what happens under center. Kelly, Hunter, Zarek, whoever takes over long-term, and they'll figure it out as they go along. So I, that's where it is. That That's where it is right now. I go back to what I would suggest earlier. I, I would be very curious to see if Bryan started all 12 games, what the rushing totals would look like, what this offense would look like. And playing alongside of this defense, the win total would look like come November. 
I think it would be pretty good, but it would look maybe a little different than what we've seen in previous years. Bryant's got to be good enough to hold off Hunter Johnson and maybe Zarek Cooper and maybe Chase Bryce, who does enroll this summer. Is he going to be good enough to do that? You know, we just don't know. We don't know yet. Can I just add one thing to that 20% change in play calling? When you're a zone read team, and we all agree we think Clemson will be more of that this year, that ultimate decision becomes the quarterback's. And if you are Kelly Bryant and you are more comfortable running the ball than throwing the ball, you could see more than 20% runs, if that makes sense. You know, you're you're in a run-pass option, and maybe we're going to call 20% more plays for the quarterback to run the ball. But then we have that run-pass option that kind of ultimately is in the quarterback's hands. Um, I, I think you see even more runs because of because he is the guy that's ultimately going to make that final call. Can Kelly Bryant beat Jalen Hurts? I see similarities there. I'm just throwing that you know, out and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this. Give me the productivity that Jalen Hurts had as a freshman. Give me Jalen Hurts' freshman year. See you in the playoff. And put, see you in the playoff. And Kelly Bryant, yeah. I'll, I'll see you in the playoff if Sign me case. up. Yeah. For, for his, I mean, he's a good player. Right, what, right. But for as many Clemson fans have bashed Jalen Hurts and what he did last year, oh, you would take that right now at the quarterback position, and you'll be cashing in chips come November. Saying, All right, we got a chance with this one, boys. We got a chance. The only reason Clemson fans bashed Jalen Hurts was because you were comparing him to Deshaun Watson. Don't that, make that mistake that next year. That <laughs> I mean, still good. Don't make that mistake with Kelly Bryant next year, you know. Because the obviously you're going to want to compare him to Deshaun Watson. That's just not a fair comparison. You give me Jalen Hurts' productivity from last year, next year, and I think you're talking about a team knocking on the playoffs again. That's so. all I want. Yeah. Sign me up. Get me to November. Let the calendar go from Halloween to the first day of November and tell me I'm in playoff contention. That's a, Give me one loss or less on the schedule at that point in time. Florida State's coming to my backyard. They may be better than us this year. That's what you're saying. They Maybe they are because of DeAndre Francois and Derwin James is back, and they've got everybody back, basically, minus uh, Dalvin Cook. But they're going to be really good, and, and maybe they are better, and maybe they'll prove it. I want to see it. I just want to get to November with less than one loss because it, at that point in time, if that's where you're sitting, you're exactly where you need to be and exactly where you've been the last two years, minus your all-time greatest player in school history. Be fantastic. As a side note, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have one of the best quarterback careers be in Alabama history. So, yeah, there you go. No, I tend to agree with that. Uh, update out of Hoover. Gamecocks batting in top of the 11th with a runner on first, one out, still tied 4-4. Four to four. I like it. Top of the 11th. 654-7627 if you want to talk with us. 654-ROAR on the Northland Communication phone lines. Our third hour rolling right along after this. You can be the spark. To bring light where there was dark. To leave an everlasting mark. To walk. To reflect. To run. To ride. To remember. And to bark. To create an inspiring landmark. To To complete complete the the Cancer Survivors Survivors Park. Park. The Cancer Survivors Park is located in downtown Greenville, between Falls Park and Cleveland Park. Be the spark. Give today and remember always at cancersurvivorspark.org. 
I'm here with Lucian Lee of Hales Jewelers. When the occasion is worth remembering, it's worth a gift from Hales. How so? A gift of fine jewelry is all about memories, wonderful occasions, momentous events, exchanges of true love. We're blessed to be part of it. When it really matters, people choose Hales. 150 years of helping to make loving occasions memorable. Hales on Haywood Road, a little south of the mall. Baseball coach Monty Lee straight talks video surveillance. I used to think that video surveillance was an expensive option limited to commercial systems. Not anymore. With Blue Ridge Security Solutions, you can install cameras in and outside your home at a reasonable price. View live or review later if you suspect there has been a problem. Always on the offensive, Blue Ridge Security Solutions should be your first choice for any security need. They don't call it serious security for nothing. BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Are your data limits limiting your human potential? Dreams buffering. Do slow networks make your soul feel sluggish? Megabyte molasses. With Simple Mobile, you get truly unlimited high-speed data for just 50 bucks a month. Bucks meaning dollars, not dear. If you want better wireless, the answer is simple. Simple Mobile. Available at Kroger, Family Dollar, Best Buy, and other national retailers. Video typically streams at DVD quality. A month equals 30 days. Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. This warm and sunny time of year should be filled with happy memories, road tripping to vacations. That is why My Garage by Essex wants you to have a happy car. Because who wants to spend their trip to the beach worrying about their car not starting or any other painful car mishaps? Not us. My Garage has a team of highly skilled mechanics with over 100 years experience who are honest, reliable, and professionally trained, which is reflected by doing the job right the first time. Don't leave your family's getaway up to chance. You all deserve to have a pain-free getaway. And while you wait for your car to be treated like the major investment it is, treat yourself to some hot coffee and free wireless anytime in our comfortable waiting room. My Garage is here for you. Come visit My Garage by Essex for all your maintenance and repair needs on Highway 93 in Clemson. Or call 633-5800. That's 633-5800. Happy motoring. Mickey here. Let me tell you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Traditional carpet cleaners leave your carpet either soaking wet or it gets dirtier faster. Zero Res uses empowered water, so your carpets won't get stiff and crunchy, and with no residue, they'll stay cleaner longer. No toxic chemicals or detergents. Mention Mickey to get three rooms for $129 and a fourth room free. Online at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. You owe it to yourself to check out Purple Haze of Anderson in their brand new location. Voted the Upstate's best piercing studio, Purple Haze is now at 3448 Cinema Avenue in Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Body jewelry, glassware, tapestries, incense, candles and posters, and award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze, 3448 Cinema Avenue, Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Look for a new Clemson location coming soon. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. 
Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. Congratulations to the Clemson University Fighting Tigers, the new NCAA National Champions. Six seconds left, first and goal at the two. Empty backfield. Watson goes shotgun. Ball on the left, hash wide side of the field to the right. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks to the end zone. Hunter up, cut it! Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro! Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. From 105.5, The Roar. Pretty sure I heard a couple of high fives in the background there. Was that you and Rodney, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> you and everybody else in the booth at the time. High five and me breaking stuff. If you listen closely, you can hear Quackenbush crying like a baby. Oh, was oh, he in the booth too? Oh, wait a minute. That was me too. <laughs> <laughs> All of you were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Quack was up there. Uh, it just never gets old. And uh, what's kind of turned out to be a football Tuesday uh, just seemed appropriate. Hey, Roy, we've we've talked about the offense for uh, two and a half hours. Yes, now. I know. Can we talk about the other guys? We can. Can we just squeeze in those little, those nice little defensive unit? Well, we think it's going to be the strength of the team, and we've got all kinds of unanswered tweets out there. You mean to tell me that we're going to be run first with all these wide receivers? And the answer is, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. But looking at the defense, all this stems from the newly released pre-spring, or excuse me, post-spring, Pre-summer workout depth chart by Dabo Sweeney came out yesterday, uh, about 30 minutes after we get off the air. Two-deep depth chart, three-deep in some spots, and on defense, your front four look pretty salty. And let's just go through it here. Cleveland Farrell, your starter at one defensive end position. Chris Register backs him up. Farrell, 6'5", 265, a redshirt sophomore. Many people don't realize this because he's only been on the field two years. Farrell is draft eligible after this season, and he knows it. And the rest of the world knows it. And if he does anything this year, guess what he's going to be in the 2018 NFL draft? A first-round pick. That's where this thing is going. So number 99, I think, has even more to prove this year. And he probably will prove it, assuming that he stays healthy. Farrell and Register at one defensive end. Inside in the interior defensive line, former five-star ACC co-rookie of the year, Dexter Lawrence. 65340, just a sophomore. The good news is you got Lawrence for two more seasons. He's backed up by the ever improving Niles Pinckney. 61300, a redshirt freshman, didn't play last year out of South Carolina's Low Country. Figures to, uh, you know, I don't know how many snaps he'll get this year. Maybe 200 if everything breaks the right way for Niles Pinckney. Uh, quietly, I've heard some good things. He's bracketed at the backup defensive tackle position behind Dexter Lawrence with Jabril Robinson who's now a redshirt junior and uh, has given you some quality snaps in the past. I, I'm good with that position with those players. Uh, you've got still a lot of youth. You've got still some experience. you got manpower. you got beef. 340 pounds, a grown man sophomore in Dexter Lawrence leading that charge of that position. 
between Farrell and Lawrence. I don't know that you can find two spots on any defensive line in the country better than those two. Oh, by the way, starting beside Lawrence, the ever-versatile Christian Wilkins. Never heard of him. Yeah. six four three ten. his final season. He's a first-round pick next year, assuming health. Backing him up is Albert Huggins. No Scott Pagano. I think no problem with Huggins there. Huggins is a junior. Wilkins is a junior. They're both over 305 pounds. And the first three starters there are all first-round picks. All of them. And Lawrence, not until 2019. The other two, next year, next summer. Uh, what I mean, Christian Wilkins, the only thing he hasn't done in his Clemson career is throw a touchdown pass. And I bet Dabo figures out how to do that next season. Austin Bryant starts at the other defensive end spot, backed up amply by Richard Yergin. Bryant, 6'4", 265, now a junior. Yergin, 6'5", 260. Now a redshirt junior. Sergeant Parsons on the text line. What happened to Scott Pagano? Defensive tackle. He transferred to Oregon. Graduated, moved on. He'll play for the Ducks this year. Anything concern upper management at all with the front four? Anything. I mean, just go out on a limb if you need to. Well, I don't know why you don't think Austin Bryant could potentially be a first-rounder as well. (laughs) Uh I mean, you, you four guys across the front are all going to play in the NFL and potentially be starters in the NFL at some point, including Austin Bryant. So no no concerns whatsoever. I've kind of looked at it this way. If your starters this year were Chris Register, Niles Pinckney, Albert Huggins, and Richard Yergin, you'd go, okay, well, you know, we can do something with that. Uh I mean, now, granted, they're not they're not in right now in the same category as those four that are in front of them, but those are your four backups to what's going to be the best four, front four in the nation. I mean, that your backups are above average players in my book. Yes, I agree, but I I think the meat on the bone here is this. And, and understand where I'm coming from on this because this is where we are right now. Wilkins and Lawrence, as your starting interior defensive linemen, are the best this program has ever seen and very reminiscent of what you used to have with players like Chester McLaughlin, Michael Dean Perry, William the Refrigerator Perry, and some of those elite future all-pro defensive players that ran around Death Valley back in the mid-1980s. That's where you are right now, once again, with your defensive line. I mean, it's hard to envision this thing ever being better than what it is right now. It really is. No offense to Xavier Thomas. And they got some other big-time studs coming in as well. This is probably as good as it's going to be in our lifetime. I mean... When's the last time you saw a defensive tackle do a split on national television after winning a national championship? I don't know, Alex. What's your answer? Eh, never. When's the last time a 340-pound freshman on any team, at any school, in any era, moved around like Dexter Lawrence? I mean, arguably never. Albert Hainsworth? I don't know. I mean, that's, that's even a stretch. We don't even know how good Dexter Lawrence can be yet. He's only a sophomore. 
what I just gave you right there is some of the most single, impressive, it's, it, it, in terms of collections of talent, is arguably the single most impressive collection of talent we've ever talked about concerning a Clemson football team. Think about that. Yeah. And if those four guys stay healthy. I got three first-round picks right there. And Brian's going to be selected somewhere in the draft. Three first-round picks, arguably three top 15 picks. This is not one of your hot takes, as you like to call it, because uh, a lot of people have said this, but Cleveland Farrell's going to make himself a lot of money this year with the numbers he's going to put up. Agree with that? The potential is there. I mean, the NFL values, prizes, really, the pass-rushing specialist. I, I, I think that's how I would classify him. The, the length of his arms. I, he looks like a transformer. He looks like Optimus Prime out there. He's 6'5". Yeah. Yes. I mean, he, he's going to be able to punch his ticket. but And this is his third year in the program, which right. is is the breakout year for a lot of guys. I thought his breakout year was last year, but yes. Oh, no, that was a warm-up. That was a warm-up. Well, the same thing could be said for Dexter Lawrence and then the versatility of Christian Wilkins. Uh, not to mention the intangibles and just how he commands so much respect. Uh, 654 Roar, let's grab at least one phone call here. Puddin's up with us next. Puddin, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. What's up, Roy? How yeah, you doing? How the, I mean, I'm just, I'm wet. Been in the rain all day. I'm a tad soggy. But talking about how the, the, the backups that we have this year, if we had, if, if all the starters were gone on the defensive line, if we were starting these backups, you'd say, hey, man, yeah. I think we can do something with that. Think what we would have thought having these backups, say, seven, eight years ago. And, Tiger Nation will be drooling. As we were, just, it, we're going to hurt people this year, and this is with the backups we got now. Certainly, if you compare the backup defensive lineman to what was playing here, let's go '05, or you know, maybe right after Gaines Adams graduated. I, it would compare very favorably with the starters back then. I, 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 I get that. I, I don't disagree with it. Um, kind of says something about how far the program's come. Oh but. yeah. Oh no doubt. No, and that, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, Puddin'. No doubt at all. All right, Roy, man, I enjoy the show. Buddy. Thank you. We enjoy you as well. You I, know, and, and that's really that was my point. Is we know, we all know how, how good the four starters are. The backups are quality, quality guys. It's not. As like Puddin was saying, just a few years ago, you would have a couple of superstars, but then a big drop off to the next guy. You and I were cutting cartwheels when Albert Huggins committed. Four star player. I mean, arguably the best player in the state of South Carolina in that cycle, and you got him from the Gamecocks. And he's just now a second string guy. Yeah. And it's not because he's not good. He's certainly not a bust kind of player. He's just had better guys ahead of him. Absolutely. Austin Bright at the other defensive end spot. I mean, with all the attention these other three starters are going to command, who knows what he's going to be capable of. And I think he does a really nice job in run support, and he's finally healthy for an entire season. He's kind of the guy that you forget about as well, and and he was a highly touted prospect coming out of high school. Uh, Linebackers are where things get more interesting. I know we kind of glossed over the front four, but honestly, there's not a lot of weaknesses there. There are no weaknesses there. There's depth, there's talent, there's experience, there's athleticism, there's size, there's everything that you can want for. And by default, those players up front make your linebackers and secondary better because they can get after people. They push the pile backwards. They get after the quarterback. They pressure the signal caller. They force turnovers. 
It makes your backers minus Ben Bulware and your secondary minus Cordray Tankersley and minus Jadar Johnson makes them better. Now, linebackers, we've got some interesting things here as we take a look at the depth chart released by Dabo Sweeney yesterday. Your middle linebacker, Trey Lamar or Chad Smith, Judah Davis listed as the third team backer. Lamar is very cerebral. Lamar is poised with outstanding sideline to sideline speed and quickness. I've always loved his size. You didn't need to add a whole bunch of weight when he stepped on campus. Benny probably didn't play as much last year as I thought he would. He's kind of a special teams guy. He's not been Bullware, and you're going to lose some things minus Bullware. Bullware was never great in coverage. Lamar, I think, can be better, but doesn't step on the field and become the kind of leader that Bullware was. In time, this guy, I think, is going to be an all-conference player, and he was designated five stars by several of the recruiting services. Another potential fall off there will be the instinctiveness that Bullware brought to the table and the intense film study. Lamar does it now. He does it, but it's not going to be a flawless transition, right? When you start removing Bullware and you add just a sophomore into the mix with those linebackers. You follow me on that? I follow you on that. You're, we referred to Ben Bullware as the Deshaun Watson of the defense so many times. Uh, he's your boy. He's going to be in Roy Philpott Ring of Honor one day. And you can't uh you can't expect something I mean like you don't you don't expect Kelly Bryant to come in and be Deshaun Watson. You can't expect anybody just to immediately step into Ben Bullware's shoes and be as good as he was. It just it's just not gonna happen. So there's gonna be some drop off there. There has to be. In 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 leadership and the intangibles in reading defenses and all of that stuff, you're just gonna I mean, you're gonna have some drop off. With the front four, can that neutralize that drop off the way that we needed to this year? Bingo. All right. So in your mind, that's already happening. You're such a homer. You orange color glasses. It helps when your front four are that good. Uh, you don't have to play perfect. In 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 run at least in the run defense uh, at the linebacking position, and and I think a lot of people would say you you're probably going to get better in pass coverage from your linebackers with Lamar. I think with so. with Lamar. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah, that, and that, that helps. That, that helps, helps a lot. In that area. It does. Uh, that that's the uh, Mike linebacker, middle linebacker spot, strong side backer. Dorian O'Daniel listed as the starter as a redshirt senior. Uh, he kind of flirted a little bit with the draft thoughts. 6'1", 215. Been with the program forever. Behind him is Jalen Williams, 5'10", 215-pound junior. I feel good about that spot. I, I don't identify that as a weakness, but I don't identify that position as a strength either. I mean, both of those players have played a ton of snaps and aren't going to get you beat. Is that a good way to frame it? Yeah, I Dorian O'Daniel is sort of an out of sight, out of mind guy for me, which is a is kind of a good thing. You know, doesn't doesn't make a lot of mistakes, just does his does his job. Um, be his fifth year in the program, which you you really like playing at the linebacker level. Um, yeah, I'm I don't have any issues at all with Dorian O'Daniel uh, at strong side linebacker. 
Weak side backer, Kendall Joseph, now a redshirt junior, upstate product, the guy that has a million-dollar smile and continues to play with a chip on his shoulder. J.D. Davis backs him up at that backer. I love Joseph, and, and he's kind of the overlooked guy here. Mm-hmm. We, we overlook him. He's kind of like the Artavis Scott of the defense, and he just makes a truckload of plays. And like the other backers we've been talking about, he doesn't get you beat. It feels like Kendall Joseph and Dorian O'Daniel have been in the program for 17 seasons. Yes. It does, and yet they return, in Joseph's case, uh, maybe for two more. You know, I don't think he's going to the NFL after this year. could be wrong. We'll have to wait and see. Also on that weak side linebacker spot listed as the second team, bracketed with J.D. Davis, James Skalski, now a sophomore, and Shaq Smith, the redshirt freshman, 6'2", 240, and a former five-star himself. Smith's potential is as unlimited as any other player on this defense. I can't give you the goods on what is happening there as far as why he hasn't made more of a name for himself so far. I tend to think it's a question. It's not a question of if, it's more a matter of when. I'd like to see number five be involved more this year. And if he is, look out opposing offenses because he's a lot to deal with athletically. Yeah, I... I'm intrigued by the by that will position as much as any that's on this depth chart. JD Davis is kind of overlooked because, you know, twin brother on the team, Jeff Davis's son, you think okay, he's on the team because he's Jeff Davis's son. That's not the case. They they both have made both those brothers have made a ton of special teams play and JD in particular, he's gotten better and better every time he stepped on the field, so I don't think he's there by accident. At second string. Okay. Skalski is, I mean, they describe him as that Ben Bulware type, just a nasty linebacker mean. who loves to hit people exactly what you want in a linebacker. And then Shaq Smith has a ton of talent. I mean, I would guess if you ask the staff about Smith, they're going to tell you they're kind of still waiting on the light to come on a little bit for him. But Shaq Smith, probably the most talented of all uh, out of those four guys. Um, so you, you've got the, you kind of got the bulldog guy. You got the, the, uh, the really talented guy. And then JD Davis, who just continues to get better. That's a, that's a very interesting position, not only for now, but then what happens once Kendall Joseph is no longer on the team, who is that next guy? Um, I mean, there's there's just a lot of talent right there. And Joseph, keep in mind, may only be halfway through his Clemson career, which is exciting. An update from the SEC tournament in Hoover, Alabama. South Carolina defeats Vanderbilt 7-4 in 11 innings. That game has just gone final. So South Carolina wins in a must-win situation in Hoover, Alabama in the SEC tournament. Final segment of the show coming up as we step aside for our final break. Take a look at the defensive backs. Time for your phone calls. A couple of tweets coming in as well that we'll get to up next. Welcome to Presbyterian College Blue Hose Minute. I'm Ryan Clary. The men's tennis team made his first ever NCAA tournament appearance since PC moved to Division I on Friday, falling to 10th-rate Texas in Austin. PC took one of the doubles matches as Alexander Laiku and Brandon Mills claimed a 6-4 victory. You can catch up on the entire team's trip at GoBlueHose.com. Baseball is now the only PC team in action as it heads into its final week of the regular season. The Blue Hose swept Charleston Southern over the weekend, scoring 31 runs on 44 hits in three games against the Bucks. 
Bucks. PC now stands at 14-7 and in Big South play, tied for second with this weekend's opponent, Liberty. The team is guaranteed to finish no lower than third place in the Big South and will thus record its highest ever finish since joining the league. They will cap off the regular season with four road games this week, heading to Western Carolina on Tuesday and Liberty for a three-game series beginning on Thursday. PC has amassed 27 victories overall, tied for the most in the program's Division I history after reaching 27 wins each of the last two seasons. This has been the Presbyterian College Blue Hose Minute. I'm Ryan Clary. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoked wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. In life, finding quality in anything can sometimes be difficult. Custom Collision would like for you to know that there are still a few places out there where quality matters. You can rest assured that at Custom Collision, not only will you be impressed with the quality of the finished product, but you will experience the quality of service that is unmatched. From taking care of your rental to handling the insurance, Custom Collision is there for you. Custom Collision, when quality counts. 231-6900 or online at customcollisioninc.com. What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crude LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or 6-inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crude LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at CruteLED.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson right before J. Peters on exit 19B. Need to travel? Edwards Auto Sales in Walhalla has the area's best prices on new Ford trucks, cars, and SUVs. In business for over 50 years, shop Edwards Auto Sales for all your automotive needs. May 25th through the 27th, the State Finals Rodeo returns to T. Ed Garrison Arena. Bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, team roping, and goat tying. Young men and women compete for state championships 8 p.m. nightly. Adult tickets $12. Students 6 to 18, 8 with a student ID. 5 and under free. Go to Boot Barn in Easley, Grady's Outdoors in Anderson, or Rabbit Box Feed Store in Central and save $2 on ticket purchase. Sponsored by Boot Barn and Cooper Motor Company. Why shop Reed's Jewelers? Better yet, why not? Reed's Jewelers invites you to make them your jeweler. And you'll soon discover why so many like you now shop Reed's. From their award-winning staff to their impressive selection of jewelry to their customer-friendly financing, Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall invites you to join the thousands of customers who have started a relationship with them. We'd love to see you. Reed's Jewelers Haywood Mall next to Belk. Online at reeds.com. It's a great time to party or eat outside. Spend as little time in the kitchen as possible and let Joe's New York Pizza take care of your meal with their great menu of heat and serve selections. Meatballs and marinara. You know, the sauce. Subs, pastas, wings, salads, everything you need and just heat and serve. Whatever the size of your party, call Joe's. Then pick it up when you're ready. Joe's New York Pizza. Pre-order now from Clemson or Seneca and just heat and serve. 
Roy, Phil Pot on WCCP. Fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, final segment of the show. Rain-soaked Tuesday afternoon here in upstate South Carolina. Don't forget Clemson baseball later tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch. Duke comes calling in the first game for the Tigers in the ACC tournament. It is pool play. Clemson needs to go 2-0 to survive in advance of the semifinal Saturday. They get Virginia coming up Friday morning at 11 o'clock, 10.30 pregame coverage right here at 105.5 The Roar. So you get Clemson baseball tonight, NBA playoffs tonight. Rob Bass in the background. The late DJ Easy Rock. That song never gets old. I don't care who you are. Well, you can play that the whole final segment. Yeah, you know, it's just like feels like one of those days you just kind of let that go for a second. Just let it go for a moment. I mean, if you grew up as I did and you're about 40-ish, you know, maybe you didn't love rap music, but you probably like that song. I, I happen to love rap music. That's just me. I really love the rap. They do a great job with it. You and the kids love yeah. the rap. <laughs> it's a good song. I, I don't is. know how you can listen to that song and and not be in a good mood and maybe get you past some of the rain. Anyways, final segment brought to you by Bennett Equipment and Supply. Online at BennettEquipment.net. Eddie Bennett wants me to remind you they've been meeting your construction equipment needs forever, and now they're doing it in Spartanburg as well. With their Roebuck location, go by and see them at 1403 Piedmont Highway for your next big or small construction project. Find what you need. They've got equipment rentals, sales. They can fix your equipment. Over 600 types of rental equipment, all kinds of brands, including Takeuchi, Gale, Link Belt. You want it? Eddie Bennett's got it. BennettEquipment.net. Or call them for more info, 277-7272-864-277-7272, a new Takeuchi dealer. You can check out their link belt excavators there right now at Bennett Equipment. And again, online at BennettEquipment.net. You find out more information. Be happy that you did. The secondary for the Tigers, according to Dabo Sweeney's newly released Two Deep Depth Chart. Uh, Here's where you're going to see some changes. Here's where you're going to find out about some new names. At one cornerback position, Ryan Carter, your first teamer, is a redshirt senior. Trayvon Mullen backs him up, followed by Kayvon Wallace. So you got redshirt senior, sophomore, and and sophomore at corner. At the other corner, Marcus Edmond, who made a truckload of big plays last year. Now in his final season, backed up by Mark Fields, who had turf toe throughout spring practice, or Amir Trapp. The or part there is a message to Mark. The yes. time is now for you to get on board because I, he's kind of floated in and out, it seems like, of the goodwill of the staff. Is that a fair assessment based off what you know? Yeah, I don't know that, but it sure feels that way. Yeah, I think that's fair. And he's got to be healthy. Mm-hmm. 5'10", 180-pound junior. We'll see if that finally comes to fruition this year. Edmund and Carter, are you okay with those two starters at cornerback Let's say against Auburn and, and the uh, anointed one that he is, Jarrett Stidham. You, you all right with that? Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, both of those guys made a lot of plays for you last year. Ryan Carter is also your nickelback if you, when you go into into that formation. 
Uh, I am curious, especially with uh, behind Ryan, Ryan Carter, how close it is back to Trayvon Mullen and even Kayvon Wallace for that matter, but especially Mullen because uh, he's the heir apparent back there without a doubt, at least in my, you know, in my, in my mind. Uh, and, but he's one of those guys again, was, a, was just a, a true freshman last year, possibly waiting on it to really click with him. But, you know, Trayvon Mullen has superstar written all over him once it clicks with him. So I just, just kind of curious how far that drop off is, but I think you're in really, really good shape there when you have guys like Mullen and Wallace backing up uh, and Mark Fields for that matter, listed as your, your second team guys. Corner is weird because you don't have a lockdown guy that you feel very comfortable with right now, like Alexander or Tankersley, but Edmund has made a bunch of plays and Carter has played nickel and corner and can just kind of be a glue guy in the secondary. And he's not going to get you beat. You feel like remember he was like the, the extra guy from Grayson high school back in the day mm-hmm. with Wayne Gallman and, and Robert Candici. And like, it was, it was supposed to be those three and you know, Carter and Gallman were never really going to factor in very much. Wow. <laughs> we had, wow. A, yeah, we had a caller. I remember it very well criticizing the program for offering Ryan Carter a throwaway scholarship just to get Kim Dietschy because the caller's quote was, he'll never play a down here. Yeah, he's, he's a starter on the defending national champion. There you go. At safety, we'll start with free safety. Van Smith, now a junior, 5'11", a buck 95, uh, backed up by Denzel Johnson, AC Floor graduate, 6 feet, 195 pounds, now a redshirt sophomore. Smith took chances at times last year, but still is a probably only, only going to get better. I, I like him at free safety. Let the love fest begin at strong safety. Tanner Muse listed in front of Isaiah Simmons, the beefed-up pterodactyl, J. Ron Curson waiting. Tanner Muse, right now the starter at strong safety. You buying that? You know I'm buying that. That's my guy there. I like Muse. I like this. I like somebody who is as fast as Tanner Muse at at uh, at safety. He can cover a lot of ground. Uh, just a red shirt sophomore. The question is, does he know where to cover? You know, I think that will be the question, really. At 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 free safety and strong safety. Are those guys in the right position? And then I don't know enough or as much about Isaiah Simmons. Um, Simmons, basically one of the best players in Kansas two cycles ago. Right. Who has the Venables kind of frame that he loves to have in that secondary as a ball hawk. I'm kind of reading between the lines with some of the things that you've said about him. You're thinking that Simmons may be one of those guys that could push for a starting job at some point yes and i think i think uh you know the only other position we didn't mention on defense yet was the nickelback where ryan carter's listed as a starter then he's backed up by isaiah simmons and then Kayvon wallace ben i would say simmons and wallace are the two reserves right now mm-hmm. they're going to find a way to play much more than the average person would think reading this depth chart this season simmons is 6 230 as a safety or nickelback I think he understands the defense fairly well. He redshirted last season. He's going to play this year. So uh, is he the nickel? Does he emerge at strong safety ahead of Tanner Muse? I, I I don't know. 
he's not going to be put on the shelf all season long this year. You know, one of the things that you see from the staff is that they rotate a lot of bodies in the secondary anyway, um, which has you know really been a plus with guys like Marcus Edmonds and and Ryan Carter that they're they're really experienced guys. Uh, I mean, more experienced than it probably feels like. Even you know, even Mark Fields has played a ton of snaps, and uh, you know Tanner Muse. Then he started, got in the game more towards the end of the year last year. So you know, as a, as a group, I feel pretty comfortable with who you have back there. As you said, you don't have that one lockdown corner, and you if if you're missing something in the secondary, uh, perhaps it's that. But I tell you what, Marcus Edmond probably tell you he's a lockdown corner. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know. Think about the play made against NC State. They won the game. Made some huge plays. He's made some huge tackles behind the line, some game-saving plays. On the text line, Philpott, Milstead, spot the ball. You guys got me fired up. Can you watch the game tonight on the ESPN app? Hashtag Mark from Simpsonville. Not sure. They've got some blockouts, or some blackouts, rather. Um, So, we'll have to figure that out. All we can tell you is where you can listen to it. You can listen to it right here, baby. Yeah. 105.5 The Roar. For all of your Clemson baseball postseason needs right here. We got you covered on that. Interesting conversation. We'll save the special teams for a segment tomorrow and what's going on there uh, because that's always important. Maybe this year it's more important than ever before. If you're playing closer games, if your defense is leading the charge and the offense takes a little time to kind of get ready to go, uh, maybe those special teams kind of come into focus more clearly than ever before. So we'll save that conversation for tomorrow. Also coming up on the program tomorrow afternoon, Daniel Shirley joins us, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. Ask him a couple of questions about the depth chart. Talk more on Georgia Tech and Georgia and also your Atlanta Braves who, uh, you know, aren't playing that bad right now, but it continues to be kind of a pendulum that that goes back and forth. Braves won last night, right? I think they did. Yeah, beat the Pirates. We'll take it. And uh, so we'll talk with Daniel Shirley about that tomorrow. You enjoy this today. This kind of, it's like a little precursor to everything that happens before camp gets underway. I always enjoy these shows. I absolutely have enjoyed this. A little refocus. We, um, it, it kind of brings us back front and center to who we really are. And that's uh, college football. College football junkies. Yeah. We need help. So we haven't had to talk about NBA today or Major right. League Baseball right? or Chinese checkers or, or anything, like, anything that. like that. Yeah, We'll save that until later on this summer. I know Walt Eptula today he is off. He'll be back with you tomorrow. Reminder, first pitch tonight, Clemson and Duke. Pool play begins for the Tigers in the ACC tournament, 7 o'clock, 6.30 pregame coverage. And we look forward to listening to that in what is a must-win game for the Tigers. A must-win game. You're going to have to go 2-0 out of this pool as a number 5 seed overall to survive in advance to the semifinals. you got to beat the Blue Devils tonight. Charlie Barnes on the bump. We'll see if that's enough. That'll do it for us. Clemson baseball later tonight. Until next time, we'll see you again for more.